the number of years you've been saved, the number of years you've been a Christian does not equal automatic growth in the kingdom of God. Hey guys, I got to tell you, there is no such thing as automatic growth as a Christian. It doesn't work that way. It's not the same way that our natural years are correlated to how long we lived and that equals our age. You don't get a spiritual age that way because growth doesn't occur automatically. In today's episode, I'm gonna break down the process of promotion. We're gonna continue on this theme of how do you position yourself for promotion. And today's episode is gonna show you the number one qualifier. There is a characteristic that you need to have at work in your life, and if you're missing it, you will miss out on growth. Let's get into it. This is Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the ambitious Christian man. Identify, unlock, and access spiritual secrets and strategies grounded in biblical truth so you can run your race and maximize your impact and influence. It's time to lead yourself, your family, and your world. Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Raising the Standard for the Kingdom Driven Man. Guys, I got something that the Lord's been speaking to me about. This is really relevant. And I need to tell you that most of my episodes, most of the things I share, I'm sharing from experience. We don't need more teachers just teaching regurgitated messages, just reading something and spitting it back. When there's true life, when there's true revelation, when there's truly something that a father can impart to someone, it's always based on experience. It's something they've been through. And there's a difference of just reading something and regurgitating it and teaching it that way. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's still value in the word of God, regardless of how you study and you find that truth. And I have found truths many times from men that I've learned from that the Lord brought into my life through various avenues. But there's something on, the, on another level of when it comes from hard-earned wisdom, when it comes from something where you know that person has experienced what they're speaking about. They put some reps in. They've been through some seasons of loss or perseverance or character development or conformity where the message carries more of a weight. And to me, that's the difference between being just a teacher and being a father. Paul tells us in the New Testament that they had many teachers. There were churches where he said, you have many teachers, but you have few fathers. And the heart of the father really carries an experience of something they've been through where they can impart that wisdom on a fatherly level. And that's what I want to give you today because I've been going through this myself. This is something that I've learned. It's something that I am still being challenged with. And it's something that the Lord's speaking to me. And I want to share it with you. Hey guys, so I made this statement at the beginning of the show where I said the number of years you've been a Christian does not equal automatic growth. And what I mean by that, your natural birthday is a specific day and how many years you've been alive and that's your, that's your age. It doesn't necessarily work like that in the spirit realm because growth doesn't happen automatically. There's certain things you do to partner, to cooperate, to submit, to surrender that equals output. It's not just saying a prayer once, 
living life on your terms any way you want and then just saying, well, you know, hey, I've been a Christian for so-and-so doesn't mean you've learned the lessons, doesn't mean you've cooperated with the Lord. So I wanted to drop that point on you because there is no automatic growth. And if you guys have done the Unfair Advantage Challenge, I really drive that point home and I show you there is no automatic growth. It just doesn't happen. There's something you must do. So you might have heard me mention on the last episode, I've been leading an elite group of men in this container called the Standard 59 Mastermind. It's really a privilege and an honor to work with guys that are investing in themselves, that are stepping up, that are being intentional. And one of the things we've been discussing that I want to talk about with you here is how does true growth happen? And the question really is, how does transformation happen? That's a big question. But I'm gonna share with you an equation that I shared with them. And it's very simple, but it's deep. And the equation is this, that when you have revelation plus obedient action, that will equal transformation. Notice I didn't say information. It's not more information that you need. It's not information plus action. Um, and then you get this transformation. It is revelation. So what do I mean by that? Revelation is when the Lord reveals something to you, when he speaks it to your spirit, when he gives you the command, when he shows you instruction and wisdom that he's highlighting in a specific season of your life, that can be revelation. That can be a word that comes to you that's quickened. And you're like, wow, the Lord is really highlighting this in this season of my life right now. He's speaking to me and I'm tuning my ear to listen. And when I get that revelation, it always requires something. It's not cheap. So if you're just listening to a message, even if you're just listening to this podcast and you're not marrying that with some level of action or change, you're not going to get transformation. It will be just mere information for you. And this applies to any teaching you're listening to. But when the Lord reveals it, you must couple that together with obedient action. What is the Lord telling you to do? And when you do that, based on what he's showing you, that will start your transformation process or continue your transformation. So the equation is revelation plus obedient action equals transformation. Okay, so on today's show, I wanna drop another ingredient that is a quality of character. And if it's missing, it will be impossible to accomplish anything with God. It will be impossible to accomplish anything in life, but specifically, I wanna take this to the spiritual realm first because that's where true transformation occurs. That's where all transformation occurs and then it shows up in the natural realm. So this quality that I'm gonna drop on you is a qualifier, meaning there's no promotion in life without this. You do not pass go. You do not collect your $200. You do not get to go to your next assignment if this is missing. And I also want to tell you what I'm going to share with you today, the measurement that I'm going to give you, it's not glamorous. It's not a shiny object. It's not extremely attractive in a world that loves starting things and always pursuing something new and opening the next tab on their computer and looking for the next new thing, what I'm gonna share with you is not gonna fit into that paradigm. The quality is faithfulness. This word faithfulness is very, very large and I wanna break this down and I also wanna give you a warning that now that you know this and if you continue to listen to the rest of the show, 
you will be held responsible because that's the way the kingdom operates. There's a biblical principle. There's a kingdom principle that I am now responsible for what I hear. So let's not be passive listeners. Let's not just be going through the motions and just like, hey, you need to fill some space. I don't need you to listen to this show if you're passive and you don't want to take action. But if you do want to hear what the Lord's speaking, what you need, what's required of you to get into your next promotion, to graduate into your next assignment, then this is going to be for you. So look, we all want to be promoted. And there's a qualifying factor for having any promotion. And that is, have we been faithful stewards with what the Lord has currently entrusted to us? And right now, guys, we live in a comparison culture. It's so easy to get distracted and look at what the guy next to us is doing. How big is their platform? What's happening with their status? Look what they just got. Look what they're doing. Look at their business. Look at their church if you're in ministry. Whatever it might be, there's always something or someone to compare yourself to, and that will be a derailer of remaining faithful with what you have in front of you. So I want to make this statement that faithfulness is what is being required from you and I right now. Faithfulness has to do with endurance. Guys, faithfulness is very unsensational. There's not a lot to be attracted to faithfulness from the outward. It's consistency. Just think about that for a minute. It's not this shiny object. It's not this sensational thing. It looks like a very monotonous showing up, doing what you're supposed to do, doing what's required. And it's not really attractive to see faithfulness, just someone doing what they're called to do day in and day out in the times and the seasons where there's no spotlight, where there's nothing super attractive about it, where there's no crazy energy on it, but they're required to do it. It's a stewardship. It's something that they're required to set their hand to and pay attention to what's been entrusted to them. And we haven't been programmed for this. If we look at our current culture, we're programmed to see status. We're programmed to see follower size. We're programmed to grow. We're programmed to make an impact. We're programmed to see all these external measures that give us external results and that measure external impact. But that is never how God does anything. Right now, God has men and women that are hidden. They're out of sight. They're doing his work. They're in obscure countries. They're in places where they're not being celebrated, where they're not being recognized, but heaven knows their name. So I don't want you to equivalent promotion with always being seen, with always having the big platform, with always having these status symbols. And yes, I believe there's a mountain for you. There's something, there's a territory that we're appointed to, but we have to be very careful that we don't put the world's measurements of success on what God is calling us to do. So faithfulness does not arrest your attention. It doesn't get your attention when you see it. Showing up consistently can be easily viewed as being boring, but it is the pathway to promotion. Now, I came across a reel on Instagram the other day, and a lot of my listeners will know this because you guys are driven guys, you're building businesses, you're entrepreneurs, um, you're out there hustling, you're making things happen. And I want you to continue to do that and exercise that God-given drive in your life. And a lot of you guys will know Alex Hermosi, phenomenal business person, someone I respect, has a lot of wisdom, has built incredible businesses, and really has a great social platform where he shares his wisdom. And he made a reel the other day, and I, I caught it, and he was talking about what's the number one skill needed for ultra success in business. And he said it's mastering the middle. 
that anyone can start. Anyone can start a marathon and then you're there to, people are cheering you on on the sidelines, you're ready to go. You guys might've seen this. I'll try and post the reel below so you can check it out if you want to. And that it's easy to start something. And we know this, people are starting stuff all the time. It's easy to be a visionary to say, I'm gonna do this, I wanna do this. And you start the project, but it's really learning how to master the middle. And to me, that's being faithful. That's being consistent. That's mastering mediocrity. That's mastering the part that's not glamorous, the part that doesn't get attention, the part that's unsensational and being a good steward with what God has given you in the place that you currently find yourself. And Alex says that it is in the middle where most people quit. And I agree with that. And I think it's the same in the kingdom of God, that same character trait of starting something and not finishing. And this is a big difference to have a fast start versus turning to something else halfway through or right after you start. Um, we want to be men that carry things all the way to completion. This is a mark of a man of God, someone who can finish what they've started. And it was a while ago, I'll link the episode below, but I did an episode talking about there is dominion in finishing. As you finish what you start, you actually learn how to exercise dominion. You're exercising your kingly ability to finish and see something all the way through. And this is a trait that men of God throughout the Bible and throughout history have exhibited in their life. And it's also what qualified them for promotion. Let me read you this statement of Moses. It is said that he was faithful in all of God's house as a servant. So he was faithful in all of God's house, in everything. 40 years in Egypt, 40 years in the desert, and then 40 years leading the nation of Israel through the wilderness. And he was faithful in the whole house, through the whole process. And also of Christ, that he was faithful as a son over his house. It appears that nothing greater can be said of any person than that he or she was faithful to the end. So guys, I can't give you faithfulness. It's not a prayer where you get an impartation of faithfulness. Faithfulness is a commitment. It's highly personal. It's a picture of self-discipline, but it's also not legalistic. So when you hear self-discipline, it's not the worldly version of discipline where it's legalistic and I got to beat myself up and become aesthetic and really just power my th way through and muscle my way through everything with sheer willpower and natural soul force. That's not what it is. This self-discipline is rather a fruit of the spirit. It's birth out of grace of following Jesus, of having that devotion to him, where now, because I have that in my life, discipline shows up because I'm a follower and that becomes my identity. So I said, faithfulness is a character trait. It's something you need. It's a trait and a quality of character. And your character is your identity. So no matter where you find yourself right now, no matter how big or how small the thing in front of you that God called you to put your hand to is, I want you to make faithfulness part of your identity. I want you to make it part of your character, that you will be faithful, that you will be a faithful man, that you will be a faithful steward, that you will finish what you started and you will store the current assignment where you are right now very well. Because he who is faithful in small things will graduate, will go to the next assignment. But if you can't be faithful where God planted you and placed you right now in this season, you will not be qualified to go to the next assignment, to go to the next level. This is the price you pay to show your stewardship and to work your character and to exhibit your identity as a kingdom-driven man to be faithful in small things. Faithful in small things when no one sees you. 
Faithful in small things when you're in the hidden place. Faithful in small things when it's unsensational, when there's no reward, there's no glamour, there's no spotlight, there's no status. Is that where you find yourself right now? If you do, I want you to rejoice in that. There's a contentment that can come from realizing the season you're in, not trying to jump ahead, not trying to jump the gun or get to the next level or run through and say, look at me and get into the spotlight or build the platform, but being faithful with where you are right now. Faithfulness is not just something you do, it's something you are. At the end of our life, when we stand before the Lord, the declaration that we want to hear from Jesus is that he welcomes us with the declaration where he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Where are you called to be faithful right now? Let's raise the standard. Hey guys, I got a quick announcement to make. If you feel that you're in the gap between where you are right now and where you're supposed to be in life, that place that God has promised you, that promised land that he has for you, then I want to invite you into the Unfair Advantage Challenge. It's an 11-day email training content that I've never shared on this platform before. And I'm doing this because I want to equip you and teach you how to access the unfair advantage that God gives all men who are walking with him. But here's the thing. Many men never access it. Many men never reach their promised land and many men never reach their full potential. That's why I'm doing this. So go to accessyouradvantage.com, sign up for the training, and you will get equipped with the strategy, the mindset, and the tools so you can unlock and access the unfair advantage that God has for you. Let's get after it.